0: hi and welcome back to another elevator talk with Michelle so for the time that is ours to share I want to talk about how to overcome the fear of speaking I was gonna say public speaking but I'm gonna say of speaking in general and the reason why I decided to talk about this today is because I get asked this question all the time people always ask me Michelle how do you do Your videos for YouTube how do you do your vlogs how are you so comfortable just speaking and I have to be honest with them tell them that it's a process I didn't just come out of the womb feeling confident about speaking it was a process I had to do that first YouTube video which by the way took me 26 tries to get it right (laughs) until I realized it doesn't have to be perfect if I'm talking and I say um it's not the end of the world if I use any other filler words it's not the end of the world if I'm reading my notes and I miss a whole line and have to go oops wait a minute let me let me go back because I missed a line it's not the end of the world I don't have to to go back and and delete it and start all over again it's all right to make a few mistakes because that's reality when you see videos on social media specifically I'm talking about YouTube and they are perfect there are no mistakes there are no filler words none of that other good stuff that's because those individuals nine times out of ten have cut out sections okay oh I should say cut out the sections that didn't go so well and just start all over again and pieced it all together and so it flows As if it's just one podcast or one whatever, because in doing podcasts, you do have the ability to edit out whatever it is that you don't want. I just don't want to do that because, number one, I don't want to take the time to do it. And also it allows people to see that, okay, you know what? I don't have to be perfect. The world is not going to come to an end just because I slipped up, mispronounced a word or couldn't pronounce a word. As long as your audience still gets the meaning of what it is that you're talking about you've done a great job so here are some steps that you can take to overcome your fear of speaking and like I said I was going to specifically talk about public speaking but I realized you know what some people just need to get started speaking period so number one prepare yourself mentally I'm gonna say and physically so according to experts, we're built to display anxiety and to recognize it in others. It, let me put a pin right here. That's why if you've ever watched somebody get up and speak, they look nervous as all get out. They feel it and you can see it because that's just the way we are wired. Let me just say that if your body and your mind are anxious, your audience, they will notice it. If you've ever had to get up and talk and you were nervous and you said oh my god I was so nervous I wonder if they saw it nine times out of ten they probably did very few people can be nervous and still come across in such a way that they are calm cool and collected and the audience has no idea that they were nervous as all get out not everybody can do that but some people can pull it off so this is why it is so important to prepare yourself before you step in front of that group or that audience that, that you're talking to. And here's a quote that I wanted to share with you, and it simply says, "Your outside world is a reflection of your inside world. What goes on what goes on in the inside shows on the outside." And this is a quote by Bob Proctor. So exercising lightly before your presentation helps to get your blood circulating and it sends oxygen to your brain. Now, I said lightly. I didn't say go out and run a mile. I didn't say go out and squat three, four, five hundred pounds. I didn't say that. I said exercise lightly. So maybe you just go for a brisk walk, get on your treadmill, ride your spinning bike, go ride your bike. Just, you know, take a walk, skip, jump rope, whatever it is that you need to do to get the oxygen flowing mental exercises can also help calm your mind and your nerves so here's some other useful ways to calm your racing heart when you start to feel the butterflies in your stomach Mm. neck and shoulder rolls so this helps to relieve upper body muscle tension and pressure as the rolls focus on rotating the head and the shoulders and loosening the muscles. Stress and anxiety can make us rigid in this area, which can make you feel agitated, especially when you're standing arm stretches. We often use hand gestures while we're talking and you should, because if you're standing up there talking and the whole time your hands are glued to your side or they're in your pockets, that, pretty much tells your audience that you are nervous as all get out okay so as you talk you're gonna move your hands because that's just how we're wired we do it when we're talking talking to our friends so guess what that's going to transfer when you get on stage and or in front of that group so stretching your arms can reduce arm fatigue loosen up and improve your body language range then there's waist twists Place your hands on your hips and rotate your waist in a circular motion. This exercise focuses on loosening the abdominal and lower back regions, which is essential as it can cause discomfort and pain, further amplifying any anxieties that you may already be experiencing. Stay hydrated. Stage fright causes your mouth to feel like the Sahara Desert. And if you don't believe me, just get up and start talking. So to prevent this, it's essential that you stay adequately hydrated before a speech. A sip of water will do the trick. However, make sure you drink in moderation because what you don't want to have to do is constantly have to excuse yourself because you need to go to the bathroom. So again, sip in moderation try to avoid sugary beverages and caffeine since they are diuretics meaning that you'll start to feel thirstier it will also amplify your anxiety which prevents you from speaking smoothly meditate meditation is a powerful tool to calm the mind abc's dan harris co-author of nightline and good morning america weekend and author of the book titled 10% happier recommends that meditation can help individuals feel significant, significantly calmer and much faster. So, meditation is like a workout for your mind, essentially. It gives you the strength and focus to filter out the negativity and the distractions with words of encouragement, confidence, and strength mindfulness meditation is is a popular method used to calm you before going on stage now I'll be honest with you until I started preparing for this podcast I had never heard of that the practice involves sitting comfortably focusing on your breathing and then bringing your mind's attention to the present without drifting into concerns about the past or the future. I'm gonna say that one more time because I think this is so powerful and I think we all should practice this from time to time. But the practice involves, again, you're sitting comfortably and you're focusing on your breathing and then you bring your mind's attention to the present, the moment where you are at that particular time and space without drifting into concerns about things that have happened in the past Or things that haven't even happened yet number two I said focus on your goal so one thing people with a fear of speaking have in common is focusing too much on themselves and the possibility of failure people think about things like how do I look what if I forget what I was supposed to say what are people thinking About what I'm saying let me just tell you a little secret do you know how many times I've been talking and in the midst of talking I thought what in the heck was I just saying because just that quick my mind probably drifted off someplace else or I was so caught up in what I was saying that I forgot where I was in my place on my notes or it could be that somebody in the audience asked a question and it caused me to to get sidetracked so instead of thinking about all of these negative things Focus your attention on the positive outcome of your speech focus on the value here's your takeaway you guys focus on the value your audience will get from listening to you so instead of sitting there thinking about all of the things that you can't do anything about anyway and when I say that I'm talking specifically about you got up you got dressed you like the way you look when you left your house and that's all that matters. Because I'm going to tell you something. I don't care how good you look. Somebody's always going to find something about what you're wearing to complain about. They don't like it. They would, oh, that looks nice on them, but mm, I would never wear it. Okay, well, that's fine. Keep it to yourself. So you can't worry about that. If you forget what you were going to say, guess what? You just keep on talking. Or you just laugh it off and say, you know what, y'all, let me tell you something. I got so caught in what I was saying, I forgot what I was just getting ready to say. But that's all right. I'm going to keep on talking. If it comes to me, I will definitely share that with you. That's all you have to do and keep it moving, especially if it looks quite looks obvious that you forgot what you were getting ready to say. And then to worry about what people are thinking about what you're saying. Well, you can't please everybody. So don't stress yourself over it. OK, now, instead of thinking about all of these negative things, focus your attention on the, the outcome. What are people going to walk away with once they listen to what it is that you have to say? That's where your focus should be, not on all those other things. What is my audience going to walk away with? Especially if you know that you came ready and prepared with a ton of information to give them. Think about all the good that they're going to walk away with. Number three, understand your content. So knowing your content will not only make you look like you know what you're talking about, but it also help you reduce your anxiety by one less thing to worry about. It also helps to practice, practice, and practice some more. I wouldn't worry about trying to memorize your speech word for word unless you just want to, because oftentimes I get people asking me about that. Well, Michelle, what do you think about When you have to get up and talk, do you think that you should memorize whatever it is you're going to say, or should you have notes? Do do notes make you look like you're not prepared? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. No, it doesn't. When I'm even as I'm doing this podcast, I have a few notes, but those notes are just triggering my mind for what it is that I wanted to share. So I do have a few key points that I write down that helped me remember what I wanted to talk about for that particular section. So I always tell people, never mind what people think about you having notes. If you want notes that you have your notes, you don't have to sit and memorize your speech word for word unless you just want to. If that's something that you want to do, so be it. Even as I said that, I thought about Joel Osteen because I noticed that when he preaches, he never has notes so and i do believe somebody told me i think it was my mom We would talk about that one day and i think she said that he does practice memorizing his sermons and if he wants to do that that's great that's just not something i'm i'm planning on doing and i'm just sharing that with you that if that's not something that you want to do then don't it's all right to have notes now i'm not saying that you need to write a whole novel to get up and talk to your audience but you can have a piece of paper with just bullet points on it And you read those bullet points because nine times out of 10, once you read the bullet point, that's going to trigger your mind of what you want it to share with your audience anyway. So if anybody tells you that you need to memorize it, honey, tell them, no, you don't and keep it moving. So no amount of reading or memorizing will make you successful in life. It is the understanding and the application of wise thought that counts. Again, this is another quote by Bob Proctor. Understanding your speech flow and content makes it easier for you to convert ideas and concepts into your own words which you can then clearly explain to others in a conversational manner. So designing your slides if you're using a powerpoint you don't have to but if you are but designing them to include text prompts is also a great way to help you quickly recall what you were going to say if and when you draw a blank, so again, if you have your slide number three up, and i don 't know it it um, see i can 't even make it up because I'm trying to think of something I would be talking about, oh wow, I'm trying to think,, mm. okay, so let's say i'm doing a a, a class and I 'm talking to you all about becoming a confident speaker, or no, 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 better yet i 'm talking about how to niche down, and I have a slide up. And it talks about the importance of finding your niche. Well, I'm going to say your niche because that's really what I like to say. Either one is correct. And I have a little blurb on there about how to find your niche. And then I have a little bullet point that says something like you can't be everything to everybody. Well, that's going to trigger my mind to say, When you choose not to pick a niche and you just want to talk about everything, because many people can, there are many people that can talk about so many things and that's great. But when you niche down, you are now drawing that specific audience to you that you're looking for because everybody is not your target audience. Let's just keep it all the way real. And so just having that bullet point would make me think about that and then I'm going to start sharing that so again having text prompts it's all right number four practice makes perfect many of us are not naturally bred public speakers or i'm going to say naturally bred speakers okay we just are not and that's okay rarely does anybody walk up to a large audience and present flawlessly without any research or preparation Okay, let's keep it real. And even when you see folks that do that, you best believe they have been practicing. You better believe it. They didn't just say, Okay, yeah, here here's some notes. I got my notes. I won't look at those till tomorrow when I'm getting ready to present. No, they have been practicing. In fact, some of the top presenters, they make it look easy because they have spent countless hours behind the scenes practicing their craft. You may not have seen it. I may not have seen it, but they have been practicing. And I actually found that even great speakers like the late President John F. Kennedy, he would spend months. Did y'all hear what I just said? Months. I didn't say hours or days or weeks, but months preparing his speeches. And that's why I think personally that he's always been, and he's not the only one, but I'm just, that was the example that I'm giving, but he's always been such a great speaker. Now, uh, President Barack Obama, another great speaker. I love the way he enunciated. He spoke with clarity. And again, they're not just the only two. But specifically with John F. Kennedy, that man spent months preparing his speeches. So that includes the research, that includes the writing up of his notes, it includes the reading of his notes, perfecting it, probably standing in front of of a, a mirror reading his notes to himself, maybe even to his wife, probably a couple other close people that he knew. Working on his enunciation, working on his body language, specific head movements, different cues, all of that good stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. So keep in mind that speaking like any other skill requires practice. And I cannot stress that enough. It requires practice. You cannot just wake up. No, I'm not going to say that. Because some people can. Some people have gotten so good at it that they can just speak on a dime. I believe and the person that I'm thinking of that comes to my mind at the moment, actually two people, Les Brown and Bishop TD Jakes. I believe that they can just get up and just start speaking. I truly do. But I do believe that they probably practice their craft as well. So you can do this by reading your speech out loud in front of a mirror, like I just said, or having someone listen to you read it. But never forget that practice makes perfect. Or I should say practice makes near perfect because it may not always be perfect, but it could be near perfect. Number five, make sure you are always authentic. I cannot stress that enough many people worry about how people will judge them and they are afraid to show people the real them let me put a pin right there i used to think that as well because most people know me as the powerhouse that is my nickname and and that's not just because i'm a strong individual most of most of you know that i am a competitive power lifter but but i'm also strong outside the gym And I'm one of these people that I feel like I always have to be strong for myself and everybody else well Last April It was last April. I did a car conversation as a matter of fact It was April the 17th because it was on my birthday and I was talking about just you know Just how thankful I was to see another year and I also talked about CT Fletcher and he told his story about having a heart attack but then I shared how last February I had a really bad seizure at church of all places well you know what let me not say that because I'm gonna tell you some you have to have anything going on at church is the place to have it hallelujah where the Saints can pray for you okay because I felt the prayers of, of my church family and so if it had to to be anywhere I am thankful that it did it was in church but I had a seizure in church. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, this changes the game because these people aren't going to see me as being the strong Michelle anymore because they now know I have a weakness. And that weakness was seen by everybody in that building. Well, everybody in the sanctuary anyway. And so I felt some kind of way about that. But as I talked about that, it brought back memories. And I remember asking myself, God, why me? why would you let this happen to me do I not serve you do I not pray I go to Bible study I go to church on Sunday well right now we're doing it virtually but I go to church on Sunday you know I try to live my life in such a way that it's pleasing to you so why 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 do I have to deal with this and as I began to recall that it made me I just couldn't stop crying I mean it was really bad I really could not stop crying and after I finished that video well by the time I got to the end of the video of course I was laughing but I thought to myself oh god I can't post this I don't want people to see me that vulnerable and I really did not so I said Michelle no you can't post this you're gonna have to delete it and just re-record it well part of the reason why i did not re record it was because number one i was being lazy let me just keep it all the way real but then this the, the other part of me that other voice some michelle no you're not you're going to put that video out there because you know what you're going to show people that it's all right to show emotions from time to time it's all right if you're not the that powerhouse all the time it's okay it doesn't make you any less of a powerhouse it doesn't make you any less of that person that people come to when they have issues or the the person that people come to when they want somebody to motivate them speak life into them it's all right if people see that you do have feelings that you do have emotions because oftentimes when we see people get up and speak we only get to see one side of them because that's all they allow you to see But they don't ever let you see the real them well guess what on that video people got to see that i just like everybody else i have feelings and there are things that 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 will beat me to my knees just like the things that beat you to your knees and things that did that that touch me deeply as well so i cannot stress enough that you have got to make sure that you are always being your authentic self. You don't have to get up and speak and put on this stone face in front of that audience. It's all right. It's all right to show them that you laugh, you cry, you feel just like they do. And not only that people love you even more when they see that you know what, you have feelings just like I do. So keep in mind that being the real you makes you more relatable to your audience. As a speaker, if your story makes you cry, go ahead and cry. If it makes you angry, let the anger show through. I'm trying to tell you, it's all right to show people that you have feelings just like they do. Don't ever think you need to try to act or speak like somebody else. You should always work on being yourself. You can you can do this. Oh, let me, I think I left out something right here. See, didn't I just talk about that a little while ago? But let me go back to what I just said. Don't ever think that you have to try to act or speak like somebody else. You should always work on being yourself. So I'm not going to get up and try to speak like Lisa Nichols. I'm not gonna get up and and try to speak like Angel Richardson because I'm neither one of those. Have I learned a great deal from both of them? Yes, I have. Do I love them tremendously? Yes, I do. I think they are phenomenal women. I think Oprah's a phenomenal woman. There are a lot of phenomenal women, but I don't wanna talk like them. I don't wanna use the same mannerisms that they use. Why? Because that's not me. I can only be Michelle. That's the only person that I can be. And if you're not sure if you're coming across as being authentic, then you can. Oh, I know what I was trying to say. So one of the ways to do that is as you're standing up and you're speaking to your audience, right? You can do this by pretending that you're talking to a close friend or a family member. OK, and, and then just simply let your words flow. Just simply let your words flow. That will help you to become the authentic or let the authentic you shine through. Just pretend that when you're standing up talking to this group of people that you're just talking to close friends, family or whoever else it is that you feel comfortable with and just let the real you just flow. So that means don't get up there trying to use big words that you wouldn't normally use in your everyday conversation. Don't do that just to impress your audience because half the half of them probably won't even know what the heck you're talking about. So now understand this being comfortable enough to be yourself in front of others may take some time. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. It is going to take some time and your progress is going to depend on how comfortable you are every time you stand in front of an audience okay it may take a month it could take six months it could take a year a couple of years it just depends number six improving work on improving your next speech so you can ask someone to record your speech for you and then go back and watch the video so if you want to work on And that should be your goal. Every time you get up to speak, your goal should be to to do a better job the next time you have to go and speak someplace. So have somebody record your video for you. Now, can you get a tripod and stand it up in the the back of the room and record it? Absolutely. But if you have someone record it for you, they can follow your movements as you are work in that that stage or wherever it is that you're speaking so here's some questions so as you so now you recorded it later on that day or the next day you go back and you watch the video here's some questions that you can ask yourself you can ask yourself questions like did I speak clearly or was I standing up there sounding like a mumbling nut job did I use a lot of filler words this is something that a lot of people need to work on a whole bunch of filler words Filler words are words like, um, ah, you know, I'm saying, and the list can go on and on and on. If you find that you are using a lot of filler words, I really need you to work on that. Number three, and then ask yourself, what can I improve next time? Number four, did I sound or did I look stressed? If you're standing up there and your body's all tensed up, that's something you need to work on for the next time that you get up to speak and number five did my speech flow well or did it sound rushed because I know a lot of times when we're nervous we tend to to talk really fast I know I do so you want to look for those kinds of things and number six did I make eye contact with the audience or at least look like I did now the reason why I say that because I know you're thinking at least look like I did well here's the thing I know sometimes people get nervous when they're speaking and can you imagine having to stand in front of a room full of people and you're looking at people and they're staring at you and you're looking at this room full of folks are staring at you so what I tell people is is that if something like that distracts you or makes you very uncomfortable what you can do is look out at your audience but instead of staring directly in their eyes look just slightly above the top of their heads that way it looks like you are staring or you know you that way it looks like you're looking out at your audience because you are but you're not letting them looking at you distract you so focus just slightly above the top of their heads and it gives the illusion to your audience anyway that you are staring directly at them. Now, you know, you as you get better and you get more comfortable, then yeah, you do want to make eye con direct eye contact with your audience. But until you get to that point, that's an easy way to stay connected with your audience without having to look to look them directly in the eyes, and then have that throw you off. Okay. So after you've done all of that, asked all of those questions, taken all of your notes write all of your observations down in your journal and you should be keeping a journal you really should until you get to a place that you are super comfortable you should be keeping a journal every time you get up to speak you know to to talk about to to, you know jot down the things that didn't go as well as planned, things that you can do a lot better And I dare I even say it, you might even want to schedule some time with the person who was sponsoring that particular event and ask them, how did I do? How how do you think I did? And let them and ask for positive, not positive, ask for honest feedback from that individual and say to them, look, I need you to be honest with me with your feedback, because I can't get better if you just say what you think I want to hear. So ask for honest feedback. And again, make your notes because you can only get better when you address the things that you need to improve on, okay? So write these things down in your journal and then review your notes over and over and over and over again. I mean, just sit back and just constantly. I'm not saying, you know, read it over and over again for, for 20 hours straight. I'm not saying that, go over your notes Then tomorrow pick up that journal go over your notes again come up with some things that you're going to start doing to to uh to to to, to fix some of those things okay in fact you should do this every time you give a speech every time you give a speech have somebody record it Go back, watch the video, and ask yourselves those questions. Now, you're not limited just to the questions I came up with. I was just making that up to give you an idea of some things that you could ask yourself as you're watching the video of you up there speaking. But your list can go on and on. It's all about you trying to figure out what you need to, to, to fix. And then in time, you will get better and better. Let me do a quick recap, and I promise I will let you be. So today I talked about how to overcome the fear of speaking and number one I said prepare yourself mentally and physically. You have got to be prepared. I will say this because I'm not sure if I said it the first time around but if you are ever asked to speak or if you're given an event and you're inviting people you're going to be speaking. The worst thing that you can do is get up in front of that audience and your mind is just <laughs> cluttered with a bunch of stuff maybe you're thinking about something that happened last night maybe you're thinking about something that you need to do next month you need to be focused on the right then and there and so it is so important that you relax your mind and do some of that that meditation where you can focus in on the moment at hand Not what you did yesterday, last week, last month, last year, or what you have to do tomorrow, next week, next month, or next year. Focus only on that particular moment. That's what you need to practice all the time. And then number two, I said focus on your goal. Stop standing up there focusing on what are people going to think about me? Do they like this outfit that I'm wearing? Do I look skinny? Do I look fat? what do they think about my subject that one I could see you being a little concerned about but at the end of the day I need you to stop focusing on the negative things that could go wrong and focus on the value that your audience is going to get from listening to whatever it is that you have to say because I'm pretty sure that they are going to walk away with some value focus on that Focus on, hey, guess what, when, when when these people are finished listening to what I'm talking about, they're gonna walk away better people. They're gonna learn how to be more confident in front of an audience. Not whether or not you look fat in that outfit or did you pick the right outfit. Yeah, those might be things that can concern you, but at that particular moment, it's not about you. It is not about you, it's not about me. We're there to give the people that came to hear us something to walk away with something that they can use number three i said understand your content again the worst thing you can do is wait till the night before you're going to get up and speak and put together put together your notes and you don't fully understand the content that you're going to be providing to your audience you've got to know what you're talking about so it's all right to practice practice and then practice some more don't worry about trying to memorize that speech unless you just have to or you just want to otherwise it's all right to have your talking points it's all right to have your notes and if you don't want to have notes in front of you and maybe you're speaking somewhere fancy and they have a a uh, a, a big tv where they can put your notes up on on the uh the what do you call it the teleprompter you can put your notes up there that's fine too that way you don't have to have anything in your hand all I'm saying to you is you don't have to memorize it now as I said earlier you don't want to necessarily show up with a novel okay uh, for your for your speech but you don't have to memorize it you can do a presentation slide presentation and have your main heading your main topic up there And maybe with one or two or even three bullet points that will allow you to expand and and go into things a little bit further. But you do not have to memorize. Number four, practice makes perfect. And that is so true. Most of us are not just uh, getting out there speaking and we're flawless the first go around. It takes some time. And even even then, you're never going to truly be flawless. So don't think you are. I even shared how the late President John F. Kennedy would spend months preparing his speeches. Okay. I'm not saying you have to spend months doing it, but you do want to take some time to get familiar with your content. And then number five, I said, make sure you are always being your authentic self. I need you to do that. Your audience needs you to do that. Your audience loves it when you get up and you be you and you're not trying to speak the way somebody else speaks. You're not trying to get up there and be a Bishop T.D. Jakes or a Bishop Noel, uh, what's his name, Noel Harris, Noel Jones. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're not trying to be uh, a C.T. Fletcher or an Eric Thomas or any of other, other these great people. Get out there and be you. If something that you're talking about is very near and dear to you, maybe, you know, the uh, a holiday is coming around and and you have to talk about a family member that's no longer here with you but that was very special to you and talking about them causes you to get a little you know teary-eyed trust me your, your audience is going to understand that you don't have to be the big bad wolf wolf in front of that audience it's all right to show your emotions in fact I would have some questions if you didn't if you're talking about something And it makes you angry and you sitting up there cheesing from one ear to the other. I have some questions. Does it make you angry or not? Because you sitting here smiling and this really is not a moment to be smiling. So that's why I said, be your authentic self. People love it when you can be your authentic self. And then number six, I said, work on improving your next speech. Every time you give a speech, let's say you're giving a speech today. Or tomorrow you need to start working on making that next one even better and I gave you some suggestions on things that you can do one of which is have somebody record you giving that speech and then sit back maybe not the same day give it give it a day and then sit back and watch yourself talking critique your own self and then ask yourself did I speak clearly did I use a lot of filler words? What can I improve the next time? Do you look and or sound stressed? Did your speech flow well or did it seem seem rushed? Because a lot of times when we get nervous, we tend to rush our, our speech. Did you make eye contact with the audience or at least give the illusion that you were? And did your speech make sense or did it just, sound like something that you just threw together because you we all have heard somebody uh, give a speech (laughs) and and some people that some people just talk that way they'll give a speech and they're all over the place they're talking about a and then they've jumped to M and then they ended up at Z but when they pull it all together it comes together me personally I don't recommend doing that just because you tend to especially me you you lose me quick and I think myself okay now weren't they just talking about ABC, how in the world did you get down here to XYZ? But I figure there's a rhyme and a reason why you're doing what you're doing, so I still try to hang on in there with you. Sometimes you lose me, sometimes you don't. And after you go back and watch that video and you ask yourself these questions because you write them down in your journals, go back and review them over and over and over and over again. Because you can only get better at something if you keep reviewing what you've already done okay that much I can promise you and you'll thank me for it later so that's it you guys thank you for giving me just a little bit of your time to to really talk about this to really unpack this I actually have a challenge I can tell you this I do have a challenge coming up next month. I don't have an exact date just yet, but as we get closer, I will definitely share that with you. It will be free. It is a three-day challenge where I can really go into more detail and unpack how to become a more confident speaker because I get asked this all the time. Like I said, it will be free. It will be a three-day challenge and I want you all to come out and be a part of it. It will be via Zoom. It will not be uh, an event that will be held face-to-face. You don't have to worry about that. But come on out and let's work on helping you become a more confident speaker. So if this is your first time listening to one of my podcasts, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad to have you here. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Download this podcast. Share it with someone that you think could benefit from it. Or download and keep it for yourself and listen to it over and over again for those of you that this is not your first rodeo welcome back I missed you guys so glad to have you back as always you know I am so excited because I can't do what I do without each and every one of you so I want to say thank you thank you and thank you keep showing up keep supporting me and all that you do I love each and every one of you you all know the drill you know my spiel there's nothing that you can do about it, absolutely nothing, because I'm going to love you no matter what. As a matter of fact, I'm going to love you even when nobody else likes you. And that's a check that you can always take to the bank in cash because it's always going to be good with me. And when I say that, I mean that from my heart. I love each and every one of you. If you can't find that one person that loves you or even cares about you, always know that I do because you matter to me. And I want to see you all succeed. Please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. And you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. Somewhere on here, there is a button that will allow you to do that. If not, reach out and we'll figure it out together. Now, go out there and be great. Because great is calling you. And great is calling me. Until next time, take care.